0: welcome to drinking during business hours where we have interesting conversations over a great bottle of wine drinking is optional so sometimes my guest doesn't drink and they just watch me drink that's fine too i'm sarah halstead your host support the show by subscribing following liking and reviewing our episodes check out my website sarah j halstead for my latest stand updates and social media links Hey, hey, hey. welcome back to Drinking During Business Hours. Thanks very much for joining us today. It is a beautiful day here in sunny Los Angeles. Blue skies, not a cloud. And we're in a dark basement (laughs) with no windows. I say this every episode. It's kind of my thing because I just think it's funny that this is how we want to spend our Sunday. And I have a very engaging guest. He's a friend and... One of the reasons he's here, uh, what's going to make this so fun, is I got to see his stand-up for the first time, his debut uh, (laughs) stand-up performance ever for the first time. He's an actor. We met on a commercial a long time ago. I have Ash T. here on the show today. And we met about, I don't know, maybe six or five years ago. Kept in touch. He comes to my shows. He's really nice. We get along swimmingly. He has a very interesting backstory, which we're going to talk about. And, hey, Ash T., welcome to the show.
1: Hey, thanks for having me, Sarah. I, I never know when to talk. I don't know if I'm supposed to talk while you're talking, you know. When, when yeah, I that was, was the intro. <laughs> okay. But,
0: yeah, so you can you know, intervene if you want, okay. you know. But, yeah, that was just like a little quick. Uh, I, I, there's so much to say about you. I didn't, you know, you are fascinating. I remember like it was yesterday when we met um, but I just don't remember what the I actually don't remember what the actual gig was
1: Jolly Road Productions with David Kalischer it was one of the corporate industrials
0: wow I thought that it was a commercial but it was an industrial it was an industrial okay but I
1: think the other one the CBD Yeah. Was a commercial
0: thank you I'm not going crazy yeah I remember that one more oh than yeah. the Jolly Road it was for some reason two. Okay. Right. Yeah. Yes. And we were like frolicking together. <laughs> we, were a, frolicking a, together. we were frolicking uh, behind like a medical center. Right. Well, some photographer was taking photos of us. Were we together? Or were you like my doctor consulting me on? Yeah, it was your doctor. Like uh, like Valtrex on, on the... or something. I don't know. Like... <laughs> it was the CBD. <laughs> That's what it should have been, right? <laughs> oh but it was CBD, right? It was CBD gummies. Okay. Oh gummies. CBD and cream. and so that that was like when they were kind of more cutting edge before they really came That's probably like,
1: why you liked it. You like CBD. Oh my god. I <laughs> I just
0: I just had 10 of them. 10 gummies before the show. I'm on the Martha Stewart stuff, man. Oh. oh, yeah, she's got the stuff.
1: So not the stuff that we did.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't even remember the name of it. Did that even go anywhere? I That in perpetuity contract oh, yeah. that I signed back in the day just for the paycheck, who knows where my stuff is,
1: it, right? It, it didn't go any well. They had the business for a little bit, but not anymore. I'm still in contact with the business owner. Great guy, David Charles. Oh, see, that's yeah. the difference
0: between somebody who promotes themselves the right way, who actually <laughs> networks and cultivates relationships, and then me.
1: <laughs> Thank you for the paycheck.
0: <laughs> and then I erase it, the- <laughs> I block them from my email. <laughs> Oops. So that's so cool. Like, did you know them before, or you just cultivated that relationship by being, you know, afterwards, after the gig?
1: Uh, I think I just cultivated the relationship. I just like people. You're
0: just impressive. (laughs) And you stayed in touch with me, too, because I know I'm kind of a shitty friend. I'm, Uh,
1: you know, I don't always, like... You came to my stand-up. That's I know. I did. I did. In cold weather. I did. And you listened to eight other comics. I,
0: I there should be a place for me in heaven exactly. after last night it was pretty no it, <laughs> no 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 <laughs> no. okay so here's what happened okay um i went to your performance it's the i'd never do that i never I, I you you voiced the interest in stand-up comedy and you asked my opinion about comedy school my opinion about comedy st- school is kind of low. <laughs> um, I really, <laughs> I think that you know it can be really dangerous if you go to the wrong institution or the, the wrong person. But I really think very, very highly of Bobby Oliver mm-hmm. from Dow Studio, and uh, from what I see, all of her students come out of there with being with being able to carry their own at the yeah. mic. So I referred you to Bobby, and, um, and I just had a feeling that you were gonna have something because of your point of view mm. and backstory that I knew a little bit of. And you're an actor, so sometimes actors already have the presence.
1: Gotcha.
0: And the comfortable, you can be comfortable on stage, right. where a lot of non-actors, it takes them years mm. to just overcome that. So I thought, okay, he can he's probably going to skip a couple steps by having oh. that. I just had a feeling you would have something. But I did not think, and I swear to God, <laughs> I did not think you were going to be as good as you were.
1: Oh, wow. Thank you.
0: I really, really was so pleasantly surprised. <laughs> and Bobby is, you know, a very, very great – she's a good teacher and she deserves cred as yeah. well. I don't want to discredit her, but – all of my instincts about you were correct. Not and I so I guess I deserve some credit too. Uh but no, you you were very yeah. you you more than carried your own last night. Oh. And uh and my you were the best of the night. Whoa. and uh so I had to uh yeah, it was outdoors and it was cold <laughs> and you were number nine. Fuck me. <laughs> number nine Oh, uh, <laughs> and the reason you were number nine is because a lot of people came to see you and Bobby's really smart. She didn't want people leaving after your performance. So that's why she put you last. Um,
1: yeah, she's really awesome. Thank you for, she's you great. Know, yeah, getting me there because she doesn't really teach the formula that a lot of, People will try to teach you. She tries to just see what your essence is. Oh. tries to guide you down the path of not like being too stereotypical. Like for me, I, I was wanting to go down the stereotypical Indian accent route. Okay, you know, more darker stuff, more racist stuff, and she's like, "Well, just steer away from that. Try to open it up a little bit more." Um, and I like that. And she pushed me to do more open mic. So I was doing an open mic every night.
0: Good. Um, yeah. Just to. writing
1: every day. So, mm-hmm. I mean, she. You really helped me get a really amazing star. So oh, thank that's, you.
0: Oh, no, yeah. no, it's, it's, I'm so happy it worked out. I think comedy school is really great for just learning the basics, mm-hmm. including etiquette. I think etiquette is really important. Yeah. Um, I have had comics as a host in the past, I've had comics not check in with me and I just never bring them up on stage. Meanwhile, they've been in the building the entire time. I've had Uh, I've closed shows where the comic was in the back because no one taught her to check in with the host. uh, Just stuff like that. They don't teach. Like I I always know. Like a when a comic is really green, they never know where to put the stand. mm. They don't know to not drop the stand out of a or to yell into the mic or the. There's just etiquette stuff, and and so that's where I think it comes in handy for newbies. Right. Um. And then just. So that's interesting that she didn't teach you the basic formula. Um, I kind of think that it's good to have the the formula when you're new, Mm -hmm. but I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe she's. I would be interested to hear that philosophy. I
1: I I think she in her book, her Tao comedy book, she does have the formula. But because I've done you know a lot of improv and stuff, Ah. I kind of have an understanding of comedy already.
0: Okay. Okay. So maybe
1: I just kind of already had that. But yeah, actually, it is in the book. There. But I don't remember her talking about it too much in class.
0: Um, where are you from?
1: I'm from Wise, Virginia. So I used to have <laughs> a, a really deep southern accent, like redneck southern accent. You are not from West Virginia. Uh, it's, it's a town called Wise. Oh, Wise. wise okay. Yeah, so it's in southwest <laughs> Virginia. Yeah. I mean, that's how my voice sounded, like, till I was, like, 18. And then I went to University of Virginia, and I got made fun of so much there that I had to have an anchorman voice. By the end of that first year, I was in tears because they were calling me Billy Bud.
0: It's so funny because it cosmetically, it could not be more opposite. I know. Of, I just <laughs> did not think that you were gonna say, Wise, Virginia? Yeah. So, where, so it's within West Virginia? It's, it's like a, a little
1: town? It's in the southwestern portion of Virginia, so right oh. on the border of Tennessee.
0: And what did your mom and dad do?
1: My dad was a doctor. Okay. And, uh, my mom was the homemaker. Is that mm-hmm. the right term? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah.
0: And do you have brothers and sisters?
1: Yeah, I have one brother. He's two years older than me physically. Okay. Maybe seven <laughs> or eight years mentally. Me. <laughs> I'm sure he's going to love that. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, what made you... So you you followed your father's footsteps. I did. You went I to was, medical school. Yeah,
1: I was always told, you know, like, take the safe route. Look, I... When I was a kid, ever since I was four, I just wanted to be an actor. I just wow. wanted to be a film actor. As soon as I did this play, "Gone Bay the Duck Hunter," I was hooked. <laughs> I was the only How Indian old were guy you? Yeah. in a sea of white people, but I played the Asian guy. Gone <laughs> Bay. That's great. Yeah, I was like, I was like four or five, proving or
0: your range really <laughs> yeah. early on in your career. Yeah. Where Where are your mom and dad from? India. Okay, so what part of?
1: Uh, it's a like, place called Nidlin. and there in Mangalore, mm, near Bangalore. Okay. I start and low and then I get they- <laughs> <laughs> Bangalore, near Bombay. Ang- okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. I'm just yeah. going to nod because yeah. I've never been to India.
0: Okay. My brother lived there but recently. But you have a huge
1: following from India, right? I do, actually. <laughs> like the biggest. Yeah.
0: Shout out. Uh, <laughs> that's, yeah, all of my fans live in India. It's really convenient for my shows. Uh, <laughs> so, so they came to the U.S. to for work. Your right. dad was a, a doctor in Wise, Virginia? That's right. Okay. Yeah. What medical uh, category? Internal of, medicine. Oh, okay. Yeah. And it, was it kind of forced on you to be a doctor? I mean, I,
1: I used to say, like, now that I'm in my 40s, I'm, I don't say You don't look a, like you're in your
0: 40s, yeah. by the way. No, it makes I for a great punchline, set up punchline. Oh, okay. So you're <laughs> not. You're in your 20s? Yeah. Okay. All right. You're 23?
1: Yeah. But I think now that I've, I've matured, nothing is forced upon me. I've made the decision based on, you know, a number of factors. Like, I could have taken the risk. At eighteen, and I could have done acting, but I felt like the safer route was just to become a doctor. Uh, you know, it's fear. I, I did this out of fear. Wow. I was like, I'm not going to have money if I become an artist. I will be on the streets with uh, heroin in my, you know. Yeah. <laughs> blood.
0: Well, fifty percent of that is true. Uh, <laughs> he's a heroin addict. No, no, no. Um, but my my but dad always his- said, okay, look, if
1: you want to be an actor go ahead and be an actor, but be a doctor first. Get the degree. Okay. So I did. I, I went that route. I got my degree. Okay. I did a residency. I did a fellowship. Wow. I became an assistant professor. And then wow. I was like, all right, Dad, I don't want to be a doctor anymore. So it, it,
0: was this all in Wise, Virginia?
1: <laughs> no. So I went to Texas. Let's see. Okay. UVA, I stayed for a very long time because I got my MD. I did research there. I got a master's <laughs> in public health. And then I went to Texas to do my residency in clinical pathology for three years. Then I came back to NIH to do a two-year fellowship in clinical research. And then I'm back to Texas to be an assistant professor. So back and forth.
0: Wow. Um, You're no dummy. Yeah. That's really a lot of intense study. And you had to, I mean, that path, that journey... Really involved. I mean, were you miserable the whole time, or were, really? Yeah, totally like, miserable. I find it's very difficult for for just personally for me to achieve anything if I'm not passionate about it.
1: Oh yeah, I know that that's what it was for me. Nothing about medicine. I was not passionate about it at all.
0: But I'm just so impressed that you were able to do it. Yeah, that you accomplished. That's it, why that I knew level. like I knew yeah. that I
1: would be successful as an actor and comedian because if I work so hard and I can be successful at something I hate, imagine what I can do if, if you I, love it. Yeah. Yeah. Cuz I go to open mics all the time. I love doing them even though I bomb all the time, you know. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you're you're
0: you're going to get you're going to be fierce on the stage yeah. soon. Um so after so where did you move first? Did you just go from so so, what was your oh, last uh, right? Uh, so you lived in Texas, and MD then you. The
1: Anderson Mo- Cancer Center. So I was an assistant professor there. I had, you know, I had a townhome. Oh, I had a shit. great job. Like I was making three hundred thousand a year. Mm-hmm. I I had everything, and I was a top researcher in the world, and like I taught students and all were, that stuff. What about were you married? And I was
0: miserable. Did, did you? So you? Do I you did. Have kids? I,
1: I was married uh, for for a short period of time, and then um, was was she a doctor? A dentist.
0: Okay. Yeah. and you didn't have kids
1: no uh it was somewhat arranged as well
0: oh interesting because yeah. what's my... somewhat arranged <laughs> i mean it's arranged or it's not arranged right
1: yeah i don't but... know what an arranged marriage is anymore you know there's there's different levels of it right there well, could I... just be like your parents could just say here's who you're gonna marry and here's the dowries for the cows or it could just be, hey, why don't you look at all these horoscopes and these pictures and see who you connect with,
0: talk with them over Skype,
1: and then if you connect, then, you know, go to India, meet them, and marry them, Yeah, you know? So well, that's kind of what I did.
0: Or Okay, so you did the latter, yeah. the horoscope thing. The, yeah, the <laughs> horoscope. <laughs> the, yeah, but, well, with my dad, it sort of was arranged, with, you know, with, with my ex-husband, because uh, my ex asked my father for my hand in marriage and still to this day, I'm very angry at my father for saying yes. (laughs) So that's sort of like an arranged marriage a little bit. Like, Dad, what? This guy? Really? (laughs) This is the guy? (laughs) 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 So, wow. So you went to India to meet your bride. Oh, wow, that's
1: deep. And then we, you know, we kind of hit it off and I was like, yeah, I could see myself marrying this woman. So I did. But I kind of just I did the thing that my parents always wanted me to do, you know, like, get married. Oh, here's what, here's what it was. In fellowship mm-hmm. at NIH, they would come every weekend, and they would just be like, you got to get married. Because if you don't get married, if you don't have a partner, you're going to be depressed. And I was like, "Wait, that's your what, projection." What? I'm
0: sorry. What is NIH?
1: Oh, National Institute of Health. It's oh, where oh, okay, that's okay. Where Fauci is uh, okay, o- okay, director. yes, yes, I yes,
0: yes. I know all about that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I knew that acronym. Uh, so Fauci hangs out. That's <laughs> yeah, his hangout. Yes, that's I where don't he's know. creating yeah. um, all the, his formula. <laughs> yeah. um, so okay, so now you're. Uh, they told you that you're gonna. You have to have a partner in order to be uh, happy in life. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I, I well, there are I a lot of people who believe weak-minded. that philosophy. <laughs> wow. You know, it's it's also just it's conventional and it's traditional and it's antiquated right. and you know it came from my mom and dad and my grandparents and a lot of my aunts and uncles and I would imagine you know and I'm American you know <laughs> and I, the, and I I understand that you know your your culture it, it's really common even still today to have a, arranged marriages.
1: Yeah. Oh. It it just piled up on me over yeah. the years, you know. It's like, all right, I did it. I became a doctor. You did I everything they I, asked you to do. Yeah, and then I was miserable.
0: And what about what about in the marriage? Did she feel that? Did she know that you wanted to be an actor?
1: Yeah, she was always very supportive of anything that I wanted to do. Oh, that's so, nice. Yeah. Are you
0: still friends? Yeah, no, we're still or?
1: friends. Yeah, it's just you know, marriage is it's a complicated thing.
0: It is. It is. It's really good until it's not. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Uh, So when did you say, okay, enough, I'm in a...
1: I think when I took my first acting class in Texas and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm reunited with my passion. Now I know, now I'm ignited in life again. Because before this, I was 30 pounds heavier. Like I was depressed. I was drinking. I was binge eating on tres leches and you know, <laughs> cheese pizza, big ones, the Texas kind. I'm so hungry right now. <laughs> I'm, I, I could, I could really go for legion. that. <laughs> exactly. Uh,
0: wow. So you were you weren't really taking care of yourself, and that's a sign like, oh. of somebody who's unhappy.
1: Yeah, I was super unhappy. Mm-hmm. But then when I was connected with this, I was like, I love, I love acting. This is the most amazing thing in my life. And so after about a, I think about seven or eight months in these classes, I finally booked a, a fi- an independent feature film, and I said, okay, I need to train. In L.A., I need to move to L.A. and I need to quit this job <laughs> that pays all my bills. Wow.
0: Um, I took a really big risk.
1: Yeah. I just uh, I dropped all that. And, you know, you... well, my wife at that time was living at Loma Linda. She was going to university there because she had to get her dental degree again. Because, mm. you know, you're in India and oh. your degree doesn't count. So she oh. has to go to school again. So I was like, all right, I can move there and I'll, I'll be closer with her as well. But then I just got really sucked into acting. It just mm-hmm. immersed me for, you know, a few years. I you was just doing it.
0: really knew that this is what you wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, Um, So you quit your job. You quit it. And then did your wife follow you to, I mean, or did you quit well, the Well, she was already
1: in Loma Linda, like in California, so. But so I you think, were. Yeah, I think so, maybe things didn't work out after a while while I was here. Because once you become an actor, then. You're really connected with all your emotions and then your passions, and then you're like, this is what I want in life. I don't want this anymore, mm-hmm. you know? But so. as a doctor, I was very tame, and I just I just listened to what everybody told me to do. I just listened to what society wanted me to do. Mm. But then when I became an actor, I just broke out, and I said, I'm not listening just to anything. I'm listening released. to my intuition from now on.
0: <laughs> you release, released from the cage. <laughs>
1: yeah, it was. Oh, my goodness. So I feel bad for anybody that was around me when I... <laughs> When, I when broke you were going out. through that transition, yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I I have a a similar background mm. of when I left the corporate world oh. to move here, um, so <laughs> it's it's always a, you know, you have you're you have to make a choice. Mm-hmm. Sometimes relationships and friendships are only good until they're not, and yeah. you know if they're they're either with you or they're not. Right. And you grow together or you don't. Right. So. So when did you move to L.A.? Uh,
1: 2018.
0: Okay. So I guess it wasn't that long ago. Wait.
1: No, it wasn't too long ago. Okay.
0: I don't know why. I felt like we go back <laughs> further than that. But, yeah, that was... Uh,
1: That's a deep, deep bond between I, us. <laughs> I guess it is. You know,
0: well, what are the chances? I'm also very ambitious, and I just felt like I had to catch up. I, I took a really long hiatus of from acting. So when I got back into it, I just was full charge, just go, 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 because what are the chances that we have been on two jobs together? I know. That's kind of rare. It is rare. So We
1: just keep on seeing each other in life. You know? I, I
0: think just, that that's a, it, it's, it's a, sign a sign of... It, it yeah. is. And, and we and, just said it the same time. So. <laughs> it's kismet.
1: <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wow. So um, after you moved to L.A., how did you go about what you were going to do now? So now you don't have that consistent paycheck. Right. I would imagine you had some cushion. You were making really great money. Yeah. Um, but uh, how did, did you just... Were you scared?
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I was so scared. I was like, yeah. what are you doing? Like, you you are safe in this other job. You know, why do you think you can be an actor, Ash? What, who do you think you are? Yeah. You know, I just had all these negative thoughts in my head. But I said, I cannot look back at my life at 80 and think, oh, what if I tried this other thing? What if I just stayed in medicine my whole life? I'd be miserable. I have to take a chance, even if I end up and dying, I just have to do it. You know, I'm going to go really hard on this and I'm just going to, like, I'll figure it out. We're stronger than what we actually, you know, think we are. Like, I, I felt like, I'm just a little boy, I don't know what I'm doing, but we're, we're a lot stronger oh, and well, capable of doing things. Especially you know? when it's forced, yeah. you know,
0: when we, we have, I mean, it's you can either curl up in a ball yep. and cry, that's yep. not going to do anything, or you just, yeah, something just, a wave of of strength, yeah, that overcomes that fear, and you just start doing, right. And sometimes it takes fear to to get that strength. It does, and so it it sounds like you just said, okay, uh, there's no choice, there's no option. I already made it. I I already made the choice. I left that. Yeah. So this has to work. Yeah, and I love that w- when when that is the the catalyst. When that's you know the I, I, that is the ultimate, um, I think that that is, that is the ultimate source of power yeah. to get from point A to point B. Mm-hmm. Was there also any, um, did you have any, uh, anyone that said that you can't do it, that you're insane? Was that, did that fuel you at all? Were, were there any people like laughing? Wow, you're, doctor to actor you fool was there anything negative from from friends from
1: i know that you know there was one doctor that said hey we all love art but uh you can we'll cover for you just do the acting on the side you know but no one ever really laughed at me or told me i couldn't do it because Mm. i'm so i'm just so intense you know people just know that like I just I go for things and I just make things happen. So maybe so. they
0: just weren't surprised yeah, they're just that like, you were making this change. All right, go for it. <laughs> so when uh was the first when was your first paycheck as an actor?
1: Ooh. I don't remember. You're like I'm still waiting for it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know you were
0: I know you were just on Euphoria. Yeah, so on what, TV. maybe yeah, maybe we should talk about that because yeah. that's um the the biggest show Maybe on the globe. (laughs) You know, it's, yeah, everyone is talking about Euphoria on HBO Max.
1: Do you mean actors in like TV shows or commercials or?
0: Yeah, yeah, all of it. Oh, all of it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, man, I've done a lot of commercials. So, okay, the first paycheck actually was the Challenger disaster when I was in Texas. That was an indie film. So that was the first time I got paid for acting.
0: Okay, so you you were like, okay, I'm not insane. Yeah. Yeah. I must have something. I must have something because here's can. the paycheck to right, prove it.
1: Right. And I've since that time, I booked four TV shows and, a, and another major motion picture called Slayers, which I think comes out this month. And oh, that's across Mullen and Ackerman and Abigail Breslin and Tom Jane. Oh, and
0: look at you, man! Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, that's I didn't exciting. know about that. You've been humble about that because <laughs> I, I didn't see that on your socials. It
1: hasn't been released. So, yeah. do you have an NDA? Uh, not for that one. Okay, yeah. but
0: you're but you're not really. I don't know. I didn't see it on your. Like, did I you think, post? The, oh, did you yeah, promote I think, it?
1: I think I couldn't post about it at that time. Okay, but I think now that it's going to be released this next month, I can start promoting it. Oh, that's going to so, be a blast to promote. It was so fun, it was so fun because I play a I play a smooth talking agent.
0: Oh, I can see yeah. that. Yeah, so, I could definitely see that
1: social media manager actually yeah that's uh, really yeah.
0: <laughs> well you're not doing a very good job because I did not see that on your Instagram and you better post it on TikTok uh, <laughs> and then how did Euphoria come about
1: uh, through my uh, manager at the time so I finally built out a team of managers and agents. It takes a while. In LA it does, days, doesn't and it? Really I has.
0: just signed with a new manager. I'm going through them, man. <laughs> 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 I hope this one sticks. <laughs> yeah, but it. Uh, yeah, you need, it's They have like, to
1: get you in the door because you can't get in uh, the door on your own. No,
0: no, but like, it's also, and for comics, you need like a personal appearance agent and a theatrical uh, agent and a commercial agent. I didn't a, know that. And a manager and wow. a publicist and a, you know, and then you need all of that in New York and you uh, need all of yeah. that in Atlanta. And you ne- it just pff, by the time you, there's like no paycheck left for you, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, I yeah, really. pay everybody else, like two pennies, man. So anyway, uh, did not mean to derail. <laughs> 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 but so you're a manager at the time. So you now have a, a new manager as well.
1: Yeah, I have a new manager. Um, Andrew Courtney at Established Artists is amazing. Uh she really the first thing she noticed about me was that she said you have comedic timing. And yeah, I was you like, do. "Oh, yeah, thank you for thank you for noticing." Yeah, you do. You do. Yeah.
0: I noticed it last night. I, I didn't mean for it to come out that way. <laughs> I, I Never was at before. the show. I was at the show. <laughs> he had a showcase and I was there. Showcase co- comedians, he's stand-up comic. Other people were there. Okay, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, you were great last night. You were magnificent last night. Just
1: We could just talk about this. Okay, well, that's, uh, <laughs> okay. That, I
0: mean, it's a pretty good segue. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, not every actor can do comedy. Mm-hmm. And it's they say they do. It drives me <laughs> nuts. It really, really <laughs> drives me nuts. Like, I know actors who say they're comedians, and it kind of bothers me because I know that they're not. They're <laughs> not in the trenches. They're not doing the open mics. They're not doing... The shows they are just saying they're a comedian to help them get in the door for the audition and uh, to help them get in the rooms. And uh,
1: see, I don't even I don't even think about that stuff anymore. All I'm thinking about is if I create great art, everything else should theoretically come. So that's my focus all the time. Yeah, you know? it should yeah.
0: theoretically come. It's it not an all... acting,
1: not an acting. But well, I want to talk about this, okay, a little bit. Yeah, the fact that like acting is based on a look and like you could put 10,000 hours into your craft and not book anything you could be really great and I've seen it happen yeah and not book anything but but I feel like as a stand-up comic it's only about craft it's not lo- based on how you look please don't Tell me that I'm wrong. <laughs> well... <laughs> no. I want it to be all about... No, you just do no, the work and you'll go. You're
0: absolutely correct.
1: Okay, good. You are,
0: good, I, good. I think, and, and maybe I'm wrong. I'm yeah. only, you know, people think I'm, I've been doing this for a long time. I haven't been. Uh, mm. I've been a stand-up comic for six and a half years. Wow. And it's just because I immersed myself. I did nothing but breathe mm. stand-up comedy. For the first, you know, the first three years, I did like six open mics a night. Wow. Geographically, I would just, because I took a, I took a little time off from having a day job and just did nothing but focus on stand-up. So I think when you want something badly enough, and I studied it too, I listened to it. If I wasn't performing it, I was listening to it all day. Even serious XM, comedy, like, you know, yeah. studying comics and reading and... I took a class too, although the class I took was really bad <laughs> um, so I wish i I would have known about Bobby Oliver Right. that's why you know I, I just really wanted to make sure that you went to a good place yeah thank when you asked my opinion and um it, uh so uh i I think when you want something badly enough, you will kind of you're gonna get there a little quicker. Mm. you know, I know people who have been doing this for thirty years that still aren't really a name right you know and that's I, I i don't know but if if you if you really really want it and if you're doing nothing but that with stand up you will get better yeah and i don't know if you're going to be great but you will get better right. if you put in the work right
1: that's what i love about it cuz i i just i think work ethic and being kind to people is the most two most important things in life and uh, that's what that. i love about Stand-up comedies, at least work ethic-wise. <laughs> I know a lot so, of comics that aren't nice. Yeah, I do too. I do too. <laughs> I've been roasted, and it's pretty painful. You but. have? Oh, yeah, at open mics. I mean, oh, there's some where they're just like, oh, my God, it's a good thing you went up last. Otherwise, you'd be the butt of everybody's joke. I mean, that's kind of roasting. I was like, oh, this is boy. my second open mic. Well, Come you on, you <laughs> know,
0: it's, you're, you're getting bones or yeah. whatever, they, whatever that saying is. <laughs> Um, not that you need it. You've already been through medical school and f- yeah. a doctor and uh, arranged marriage. <laughs> Jesus. I, mean, you, I think you already have. Yeah, you're you're strong. So um, are you doing ComedyBureau.com? What are you doing to find yeah. all these open mics? I
1: go to ComedyBureau.com. Yeah,
0: that's a, a wonderful site for if any comics are listening, if you want to start Doing Comedy, uh, Exploring Comedy. It's a, a website that lists every single open mic in Los Angeles. And do they have – they might have it in other cities too. Uh, New York City. Oh, know. they do? Okay, yeah. yeah. It's really awesome. Right. So how many were you doing a night?
1: I was going every night. Maybe yeah. Maybe two for the past eight weeks just because I was like, okay, if I feel uncomfortable, I I want to go to a different mic a night. You know, like I need to go to every uncomfortable space that I can. As yeah, soon as you I feel – Nervous. That means means that I need to go again. Yeah, like even the mics where I like bombed, I would go back because I was like, I need to face all my fears now because at a show, I need to be fearless.
0: You know, I wasn't sure how serious you were when you asked about stand up. Yeah. I thought, okay, this is just another actor <laughs> that wants yeah. to use stand up to get him in the rooms. <laughs> he just wants to get up. He wants to be on a Judd Apatow show, <laughs> and yeah, we all do, you know. But I, I just wasn't sure. We have a lot of those people in this town. But it, uh, after I saw you last night, I realized how serious you were.
1: Yeah, and you know, it. I never wanted to use stand-up comic to get me anywhere i just enjoy it so much Mm. because you're not dependent on anybody but yourself that's what i love about it it's not based on an audition it's not Mm -hmm. based on producers and directors and someone picking you yes it's like if you do two hours of writing every day and you put in the work for the open mics the everything is it's just infinite you know yes
0: so let's just talk about your set last night Let's just are, are we ready? Are we at that point in yeah. this interview? Yes. <laughs> I don't
1: know. How many minutes do we have? Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, hey, we we've been going at it for about thirty.
1: Okay. Um, wow, really? Yeah. I feel like I've been talking for ten minutes. Yeah, okay. I know. well, that's good. <laughs> that's
0: good. Okay, so presence, 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 and I knew you would have that, and um, that's really great. You know, you you command a room, and I loved your opening. Your your opener with the beanie, and you're like, see, as soon as I take it, what is it? How does it go?
1: Yeah, um, I have the whole the whole part they, of
0: it. Well, well, as soon as I ter- take off the beanie, <laughs> yeah, you want to punch have... me in the face?
1: Yeah, because <laughs> I, I have a resting pretentious asshole face. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, what does it, What does yeah. the audience see me as? They see me as a resting or uh, as a pr- pretentious asshole. So yeah, let's yeah. just let's just break it out there.
0: Right. Now in a real in a room where it's not all your friends and it's not your colleagues mm-hmm. you just want to cut to the chase you were really a little too affable in the beginning you were uh, you were you taking up some time yeah uh like when you're at a show and you have 7 minutes or 10 minutes or 15 you want to just ah right there right. and just you know and if and if you are going to do crowd work it has to really have a purpose and, mm. you ha- and it has to be prepped but not look like it's prepped mm. you know but that was but it, it was your colleagues it was your, you know so you're like hey and you know you were doing a little bit of that before you got into your opener yeah um not it's not a criticism at all it's just <laughs> it's just I just noticed it I was like okay if it were a real show you just like want to cut to got it. it uh but no it was I was like okay very good opener <laughs> and then you had um so, like that Indian bit it's interesting did you say Bobby did want you to do it or did not the Indian accent? Oh, no,
1: no. no. Which she didn't. Okay, so my very first opener, which she didn't want me to do, was like, "Okay, let's get the elephant out of the room." Uh, first off, I don't own an Indian. I don't own a gas station. Um, or wait, what was it? I don't. I don't own a Seven Eleven, but I do have a Slurpee machine. And she's like, uh, "You know, I want to steer you clear away from those jokes."
0: I love that.
1: <laughs> oh, you did like that? Yeah. No, oh. no, I love that
0: she wanted to steer oh, okay. you away okay. from it okay. because yeah, yeah. It, it is so stereotypical. Yeah. It's been done.
1: Yeah. Oh, I haven't. I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. Well, not maybe not the
0: Slurpee. It is funny. The Slurpee <laughs> thing is funny. I had to withhold my laughter. <laughs> uh, I would have laughed. Yeah. But no, you know, it's just kind of trite. It's yeah. just like sort of, you know, uh, it's derivative.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> and expected. And, okay. Yeah. Okay. So I, I love how uh, how you came out and. You know, you're you're so American, firstly. Right. You know, so I, I yeah, I agree with that. But when you did the Indian accent, what were you doing? Your dad?
1: Uh no, the Hindu gods actually. Uh, because oh, okay. I, I always look like I'm twenty everybody's like, You look twenty five. They don't really know twenty do. two. <laughs> so then it occurred to me, I was like, Oh, well, I bet when the Hindu gods created Indians they were pranksters, you know? <laughs> like, you'll look twenty five until you're fifty and then you'll look like Yoda.
0: But, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. But do the do the accent. With the Indian accent. Yeah. Oh,
1: you will look 25 when you are 30. <laughs>
0: I mean, it's funny. <laughs> <I know. laughs>
1: Indian accents are always funny.
0: Uh, this is what I
1: noticed uh like just going around every time I put on an Indian accent, all of a sudden everybody would light up. This is just like in the acting it's world. It's great. Yeah. It's great, you know. I, yeah, it's, so. great,
0: you know? Yeah. it's I I mean uh, it's entertaining yeah. and and you do it really well and every time you did it. I mean the room just Died they were like on the floor, right? So I mean I mean do you do you not want to do it? I have no problem
1: with it. I just I always think like uh, What can I do that can expand my imagination and creativity? Can I do something that's not indian? Can I be funny without using the accent? That's what I'm always thinking.
0: Yes, that's good. Yeah, I, I'm not. You don't want to rely lot. on it. Yeah, you don't want. to, Right, exactly. Right. Um, I get that. Yeah, that would be annoying. Yeah, if it and w- when you have acting auditions, just to and we'll go back to the co- the the set. But when you have auditions, do you get those? Is that what they want you to read sometimes or not?
1: No. Good. Surprisingly not. They good, good. they I think everybody sees me as a coconut these days, you know, brown on the outside, <laughs> white privilege on the inside. Yeah, I get the <laughs> I get the
0: privilege on the outside too. Uh, whatever you entitled uh yeah. to, doc doc. Um you no, know, but that's uh um that's I don't know if you ever saw um uh, uh Aziz his his show he played an actor on his show now god what was the name of that show was great yes master of none loved it loved it yeah i love it but he was you know he played an actor and and he would go into these rooms and they only wanted him. they wanted indian guy Uh, so that's it it was funny it was like he would just roll his eyes he'd do the accent everybody would laugh (laughs) and and then he would book it no oh it's son of a bitch so yeah and that's you know um, with me it was just for a long time Karen 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 mm-hmm. that's anybody that that's just you know just but, stereotype but work is work yeah. too so yeah I'll I just, know just have what fun they want. with
1: it now uh, it's funny the last booking I had they wanted an Indian guy that speaks Hindi and I don't speak Hindi I speak a different language but what is
0: the language you speak Kannada Kannada. So f-
1: yeah so for the audition i wasn't even really speaking a language i was just shaking my head I was like "What like, sounds- are they gonna know
0: yeah yeah know? and then
1: i booked it and i was like
0: oh my <laughs> i love that so the tv show
1: which will come out uh i don't know later in the year i can't really talk about it but uh basically i'm not speaking a language at all i'm just
0: oh is it a comedy yeah i love
1: it there's three other indians that are actually speaking hindi and i'm like speaking nothing
0: (laughs) 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 so i just have fun with it i can't wait (laughs) i cannot wait for that yeah um. Yeah. If you want, come back to this show, and we'll <laughs> give it a plug right before it goes, right before it airs, and talk. Oh my! I want to, or maybe have you after it airs, and we <laughs> can talk about it. That's great. My friend, my best friend here is Puerto Rican, mm-hmm. and she gets called in a lot for Mexican accent. She never gives it to him. She <laughs> ju- she just gives them like the basic. You know, like, they don't know. They can't yeah, differentiate exactly. casting. It's so funny. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so. I
1: realized, I was like, how did they know they don't?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I just need to shake my head a little bit.
0: Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> uh, So I think 10 minutes is really generous, and I understand why Bobby gave everyone 10 minutes last night. I just think it's a little ambitious. It is. You know, for people. I, I think, you know, everyone there... they're new obviously it's it's graduation they had was that their debut set a lot of the people that performed that was the first time they performed
1: no i think for an audience a a few people that have actually been doing it for a while i think antonio scarpita has been doing it the guy that was eugene levy oh you may not have seen that one uh kader the arab comic bombing. I think he's been doing it for about a year.
0: Um okay, is he from Michigan? Yeah. He was also good. Yes. Yes, yes he was yeah. good. He was a standout right. along with you. Yeah. So, um I think that, you know, some of them it could have been like condensed yeah. down to like 7. Right. I think that would have been, you know, a but 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 I but I get why she does that. Mm-hmm. I mean, you all deserve that time and um and then the more you do it, it's just going to get sharper and sharper. Uh, the Dr. Herpes stuff Didn't really work for me <laughs> I think like you just gotta kind of find yeah. I don't know maybe Maybe reevaluate that portion of it Because right. the premise is funny yeah. But I don't know if the punch for me Needed to be a little stronger
1: Okay
0: uh, And uh, Let's see what else was there I think with your closer I, I love callbacks for a closer mm. And your closer was sh- What was it again?
1: Closer is about how online dating, all women say they want a guy with a sense of humor. Oh, it so was I so cha- funny. <laughs> it's
0: so funny. Yes.
1: So I changed my profile to comedian.
0: <laughs> no <laughs> and <matches>. no calls. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm back to being an NFL quarterback. Yeah, yeah no, it's funny. But
1: there was the just no, line, there was
0: no callback though.
1: Though, yeah. The, well, the last line was just like, I love my parents. Uh, so, if anybody talks to them, tell them send me money. That was yeah. a to that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that okay. Didn't work. I missed it. Yeah.
0: Okay. I didn't get, I didn't put the connection together. Okay. I yeah, don't yeah. know why. So, no, but great job. I, I mean, I just, I, everybody was, you know, really, really enjoyed you. you. You had everybody's attention and you got a lot of laughs. <laughs> That's the thing. You can't, th- there's, if you can't wonder how you did right as a you know how you did you hear the laughs or you don't hear the laughs and that's the indicator yeah and you know usually beginner comics if you just have their attention that's pretty good Mm -hmm. if you have talking and stuff then you're just bad all around (laughs) that means like you're not funny and you don't have presence Uh. (laughs) (laughs) but no you have both
1: Thank you. Yeah, yeah, this is, it's like you said, you know, as an actor, you don't know if you're a good actor, because mm-hmm. it's only based on, or is it based on your booking? You don't know. But with stand-up, it's based on the laughter. That's the only thing that That's matters.
0: That's it. You know, yeah. it's interesting. I agree with your philosophy about how you don't need anything when you're a comic. It's very independent. During the pandemic, though, uh, what I learned is you need an audience.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know? No, I will say you need to bring your friends. That's the biggest reason for my success. I had 20 friends come out, and they are listening to the jokes, and they want to support me. Yeah. So without friends and fans, we're nothing. That's it. That's
0: <laughs> it. And you have to c- com, um, uh, regularly do what you can to build your fan base, and yeah. it's exhausting. It is. You you know, that's where social media comes into play, and do, having content and mm-hmm. and. Uh, posting jokes, which I'm always really apprehensive to do. I've already had a joke stolen. Wow. And, uh, you know, and I let it go. It's okay. I was like, well, if it, even, like, let's say I give this person the benefit of the doubt, uh, then it was derivative. And right. I don't want to have, you know, like if it's, it's, if it's common enough for someone else to think of it, then I'm just going to let it go anyway. But the thing with posting jokes online is it, it is a receipt of who wrote it.
1: Yes, exactly. That's what I was going to say. You if know, you posted it, mm-hmm. then you can go
0: back and say, "Here's the yeah, date. Here's, the joke. here's yeah. it's Twitter, 140 characters, It's yeah. like this perfect constructed joke, <laughs> yeah. I did it." <laughs> and you can call that person out on it. Yeah. You know. So
1: That's why I'm going to put all my jokes online. <laughs>
0: uh, so are you gonna I'm Ra- going to start because Yeah. I'm going
1: to cut all this thing into clips. Just so it's out there. So it's like, mm-hmm. these are the jokes that I put out there. If someone copies it later, I, I put it out there. Yeah. So.
0: Do you have a personal life right now?
1: No. <laughs> Nor do I. Who cares? I yeah. just want to create great art. That's yeah. All.
0: You know, it's so funny. I don't miss it. I'm yeah. like right now, I'm I'm very liberated by focusing on my work. Yeah. And maybe it's this way because we're getting over the pandemic and uh, we, we could not You know, we were deprived of doing, you know, of of performing and Mm. auditioning and just doing devoid of all things creative, kind of. I mean, unless, I mean, did you find outlets with, were you doing a lot of social media and Zoom shows?
1: Um, I was actually, oh, I was finishing up a two-year Meisner program. So that pretty much took my time out. I did 80 hours. Wow. And uh, then... I was auditioning. I was actually auditioning a lot more. Two-year
0: Meisner yeah. program. That's where you repeat back and forth. Should it's we actually do it? even more than that. Should we, right <laughs> Should, we right <laughs> Should we do it right now? Should we do it right now? Should we do it right now? Should we do it right <laughs> now? Should we do it right now? Should we do it right now? Should we do it right now? That's Meisner. Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> so that, uh, you. So obviously you did that in L.A., and was that online? That was through Zoom.
1: Yeah, it would have yeah, to be. yeah. It was pretty amazing, though. I mean, we—you have to craft imaginary worlds. It expands your imagination like a thousandfold when you do that, because you have to think of everything possible. You have to have point of view shifts and character shifts. Like the second year is the fun part. The first year is really boring. Oh, so, uh, it's more repetition and stuff
0: but. again. Like you really to to have the. Uh, <laughs> To have the energy to go the second year, if the first year was, <laughs> I, you know, I applaud you. I applaud you. Yeah. This is this is all the discipline that you learned from being <laughs> right. in the medical field. Mm-hmm. You're like, okay, I, I've been here before. Yeah, yeah first year mm-hmm. sucks, <laughs> but you were able to go 365 days of suckiness yeah. to know that it's gonna. You're gonna get to the to the meat. Yeah, and so you you enjoyed the second year. I loved it and i where are you now with it is meisner ongoing or once you have it you have it
1: i'm looking at uh, other yeah once you have it you have it you have like a very strong foundation and craft to build upon like i'm okay. very confident as an actor now mm. and i just like keep it polished by doing scene study every week so
0: who do you do Steen? Steen. <laughs> uh, someone by the last name of Steen. <laughs> yeah. Steen Study.
1: Steen Study. Sean Patrick Folster online in, in New York. And he has he's adding more, you know, tools to my thing, like more Strasburg and um, a lot of different guys. Harold Guskin. All kinds of things that I didn't so know so of.
0: So this is so fun. You're just exploring. Everything. You're like a kid. Like, Learn yeah, yes. yeah, just give it to me.
1: I've had to become more of a kid older. Like I used to be like a 40-year-old when I was 20, but now I'm a 20-year-old while I'm 40. Well, yeah, you have to do it sometime. Yeah, I know. You know,
0: that's it because, yeah, yeah, you don't want to go through life never having that experience of being, you know, uh, doing whatever you want to do. Exactly. You're the director of your show right now, Yeah. your life. I mean, you're doing everything you want to do. Yes. And that's the way it should be. Yeah, hell yeah. Where can our listeners find you?
1: <laughs> um, where can they find me? Instagram. Oh. Instagram. Big Ash T.
0: Big Ash T. <laughs> uh Sounds so like is that on Twitter? Are you on Twitter? So you're on you're on Instagram? Are you Just on any other, other show? Just Insta. Yeah. So no Facebook, no not messing around. Yeah. Okay, good for you. Just nice and focused. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I'm doing it all wrong. What am I? I, just, I do what Ash is doing this doing whole time. Right. I just, <laughs> on every single... I mean, that's why I'm spread so thin on all these platforms where you have to be relevant. You know, I'm just trying to build my fan base and look at you, you're on all these shows. You're like, nah, just Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Uh, well, you're very, very funny. Uh, you're going to do great things. And uh, listeners, look out for Ash on Euphoria. And the slayers, slayers, movie. movie, and many, many, many future TV shows. I just know. Dead to me. Dead it's to 10 me. 10, 10, 10. Oh, excellent, excellent. Uh, so that will be the third season. Yeah, yeah. That's a great show. I love, love, love that show. You're killing it. You're killing it.
1: I'm well, having fun. <laughs> uh,
0: I hope. I hope you come back. Um. and thank you for doing this impromptu oh, thank you cool. for having
1: me when you call me I was like so excited oh, like I could I just mean, talk to Sarah for, oh, yeah, yeah and we,
0: we wanted to talk anyway yeah. I was like you know let's just talk in the podcast Yeah. mics <laughs> so thank you so much for being here and uh, listeners thank you for tuning in until the next time